everyone, and welcome to a very special episode 200. Aaron, what do you think is special about episode 200? Uh, Wrong. Episode 216 is what should be special because that's my 200th episode. Well, no, no, it no. shouldn't be special. No. That's when we should mourn. We should mourn the loss of our great friend John Boat of Karshar, who left us too soon I, and stuck me with this guy. Uh, he, for, he he's not dead. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he just took a little piece of me and killed me inside. <laughs> nice intro, the Brent. Thanks, man. What's up? Now I'm ready to rock and roll because this is a special ARG presentation uh, shot. On location here in the arcade, the Brent. Yes, it's been, it's we haven't been in here since Thanksgiving, I believe. Me and you. Yeah, the old COVID kept running yeah, your head. Keep running your head. But uh, this is such a special occasion that we decided to not we'll only risk our own mortality. That's right. We've not. We decided not only to uh, get together in person, despite the fact we live across the street from each other, and do the show live. But uh, this is a special show. We're going to talk about some of our. Uh, favorite moments from the past couple hundred shows and some of our least favorite moments from the last couple hundred shows. Uh, and we're also going to talk about, uh, you know, just our feelings of doing this show for that long. I mean, I, of course, I'm part of the Amigos. We just did 334th episode, so we're a few episodes up. But uh, it's, a, it's quite a, a watermark uh, to, uh, to get, this, get this high. 200 is pretty darn good, I Absolutely. think. Absolutely. Uh, especially for a little show like ours. Now, before we get into the show proper, I don't think I'm really talking about this. What prompted you, because I mean, I know I had asked you, I don't know, you'd been on the Amigos a few times. Yep. Had you filled in before we did this show on Amigos? I can't remember. Had you yes. ever filled in for both? I thought yeah, you I had. do believe so, yeah. What prompted you to want to maybe kind of hook up and do a show? Had you always thought about doing something like well, this? Well, I mean, you were like, hey, come over. We're going to do this show together. Well, I know what how and, that went, but I mean, before right. that. I mean, I, I, I like talking about video games. Video games is a passion of mine I've carried since my, my youth. Uh, I like more than just the playing of video games, which is awesome. But I like the intricacies of video games, the story, the sound, the animation, how it all comes together, the developers, the systems that it's on, and the great history that comes along with it. I think if I was to do a solo show, I would do something on uh, uh, appreciation of video games as an art form. I mean, really digging deep about like idle animations and about how, how this story became the video game that it is today, the, a really deep dive into things. And this allows me to kind of do that, but on a completely different scale where I'm forced into situations. It says, hey, we're going to be looking at this this week. Yeah, I, maybe I know what it was going to be beforehand. Maybe it's something completely new to me, but it allows me to get in there, do some research, and have fun with it, which for me, that's what gaming is all about, is doing, having fun, doing something that is even maybe outside of my comfort zone, but I enjoy every minute of it. Wow. That was a well thought out uh, and well and almost like you prepared for that. That was quite <laughs> a speech. Also, I like out. when the things go boom. There you go. Ah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I want to say that uh, I, part of the reason that I wanted to do this show with Brent was I figured uh, if I did it with Brent, there's no way I could be the worst guy on the show. He would always be the king dog of sucking. And suck he did through 200 episodes, but 
Uh, we still had a good time, didn't we, the bread? Oh, come on. You didn't suck too bad. You were okay a couple times. There was a couple times that you were funny. Maybe even four or five? Yeah, well, let's not get crazy. All right. <laughs> With all that said, uh, the brand, uh, 200 episodes, a lot of episodes. Absolutely. Now, you were right. Boat boat uh, skipped town about episode 16, I 16 believe 16 is where I stepped in, yes. And then you came in, which I believe your first episode was the Jaguar uh, episode. Absolutely. I believe it was Con- Conker's Bad Fur Day. Is that what it was? Uh, it was one of those games. No. What was it? It was one of those. Bubsby. Bubsby. They're all the same. Bugs, <laughs> Bugsby or Bugsy. Close. Whatever. Whatever it was. I knew it was one of those. And then we did that. Uh, we did the only episode that we'd ever did where we didn't spin the wheel. Yes. Which was the, uh, I believe it was the uh, Famicom, floppy disk Famicom system. Famicom disk system. Yes. Now, listen, it's, it is a floppy disk. No, well, it's it's a three and a quarter style. That's a floppy disk, brother. I don't care. I don't care what you say. Now, Moving forward, so we've done 200. Yes. All right, we've done, would you say we hit most of the high points in terms of consoles, computers? Oh, gosh. I mean... Do you think there's any, is there any untrodden ground? You know, that's not there? fair. Because I would have said, man, video gaming peaked on like the NES. And then you find all these other things you've never heard about. So I still think there's more stuff to discover. Well, I mean, in the next 100 episodes, we might find our new favorite game or new favorite system. It is funny how many times we that something's come up on the wheel uh, that I've never heard of. And I do want to uh, give a special thanks and a shout-out to all the people that have donated their suggestions to yep. the wheel. We really, I don't know how much we did that with the first 100. This last 100, we've really turned it over. We, for the most part, we let the... The, the listeners pick, or the viewers pick this, what was on the wheel. I mean, and they came up with some real wacky stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, the viewers definitely shape our path, and then the wheel tells us where we're going. So. In, indeed. I think we have both selected three systems that we discovered greatness on this show. Mm. Well, I would like to think they were greatness, this is. Yes. And I'm ready to talk about them now. So, this is going to be just a quick look back at some of our favorite uh, systems over the past couple hundred episodes. Uh, I'll leave the opening dance here, the Brent. Uh, this system, boy, I heard about it. I've almost accidentally bought one more than a few times. Uh, but I was surprised. I that, hate it when I accidentally buy computer hardware. Whoops! Well, no, I'll get, I'll get into it. But the, the system I'm talking about is the... Sinclair ZX81, the brand, the ZX81. Now, we covered this one way back in ARG 138. Yes. Uh, the, the Sinclair ZX81, of course, you got the, the ZX80, the 81, yep. the, Z, the, the, the ZX Spectrum. Yes. And then you've got other ZX systems that shall remain nameless for now. Uh, but they're all sort of, they sort of kind of sound the same. You figure you're kind of getting one, you know. And so, uh, early in my uh, career, I assumed that the ZX81 was the ZX Spectrum. And I almost bought Ooh. them. And I was like, man, these are so cheap, they're giving them away. You know, well, they they that's because they're the ZX81, not the ZX Spectrum. But, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's not like the Spectrum is uh, thousands upon thousands of dollars. Well, I know, I know, but I'm cheap. So... When this honed into view, yeah. what it reminded me of was when we looked at the Dick Smith System 80. Like, here's this ancient system uh, with, like, and you're like, eh, what kind of games is this thing going to play? 
And then you look at something to pick, and it's like 18 kabillion choices. And a lot of them are gold, solid gold, solid gold money. Yeah. Uh, on that particular episode, uh, we played a game called 49er and a game called Tie or Tay. Uh, I believe so, it's Tie. Yeah. Uh, if you'll recall, <laughs> if you'll recall uh, Tay or Tie was a uh, space adventure. It was a... <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I kind of dug it, though. Oh, yeah, it was fun. And then, uh, of course... A little uh, repetitive, but it was fun. 49er was a game where you uh, dig <laughs> your, your minor Gold Rush days. I thought these games were pretty fun. Absolutely. 49er looked really good. Yeah. Surprisingly, I believe they were, that was one of the ones used in some kind of mystery modes or whatever. Uh, this thing was a lot of fun. And what was also fun was just trying to find games for it, because... There were lots of really fun games on the ZX81. Not a ton of exclusives. Well, I mean, but <laughs> that's not true. They're all well, exclusive. No, no, I mean, well, no. There's lots of clones and crap, yeah. you know. But I mean, it was <laughs> they're old. That was I, old. I, you know, so I I I was a big fan. So uh the uh folks at Sinclair, even in the early days, were putting out the good stuff. What do you remember your feelings on the ZX81? Uh it, it was fun. Uh it definitely had that Spectrum feel. And that's not that's not a bad thing. Uh, I can imagine using one in real life would be uh, far more excruciating than using one in, in uh, uh, emulation. I'd say you're right there. Uh, but uh, I still think it had some quality titles, and I think there was a lot to explore on it. And I'm sure once we hit it on the old retro rewind, which will happen eventually, yeah, uh, uh, it'll be. It'll be fun to dive right back into it. You know, if you add up all the interesting games you can play on the ZX81 to all the interesting games you can play on the ZX Spectrum, you have a mountain of games. Absolutely. You could be playing for now Doomsday. Yeah. Because both those uh, machines have a back catalog that's off the charts. Yeah. Yeah, they were definitely well supported. Yeah. There's no question about that. So that was my, in terms of, and as we looked at these, this aren't the, necessarily the best games we played, or but it's just systems that we really enjoyed or and or enjoyed the episode and I had a lot of fun with that one. What do you got, Brent, for your for your number three choice here? I think my number three choice Aaron is gonna be a little bit of a surprise to people out there. Alright. I am choosing episode one thirty six. Yeah. The Mega Duck slash Cougar Boy. Oh God, no. Yeah. Yeah. And here's why. This is a handheld I would have never Never found in my wildest dreams otherwise. Uh, and we got to get into it. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm blessed to have only played this through emulation, which allows me to enjoy it at a higher level than if I owned one. Or at all. Uh, however, it gave some interesting games. Uh, on that episode, we looked at Magical Tower, which was your crap. But we also looked... It looked good. That at, game looked good. We also looked at Railway. And Railway is a awesome uh, Pipe Dreams clone involving trains. And it has the most memorable tune that we had for a wheel theme for a, quite a while after that episode. I still sneak it in from time to time. And, and although my wife absolutely hates that tune, I personally love it. And will find myself humming it just out of the blue still today. It was so catchy. It was so memorable. And the game was fun, too. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. And be honest with me here. Sure. If Railway did not have that song, okay, how much would that affect your love of the Mega Duck slash Cougar Boy? 
and be honest. Uh, it would be quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. But, that's what I, but that's what here's I what you have to understand. Here's what. You, first of all, I I completely love Railway as a game. I really but it's enjoy been done. It. Hundreds and hundreds and Not hundreds and hundreds like of times. that. Not like that. It was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Now, add in the music, the environment, the 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 theme, on top of everything else. Finding Railway and finding the Mega Duck slash Cougar Boy is something that I would have never done without the show. Yeah. And because of that, because of that, I really enjoyed digging into its back catalog. Are all the games on the Mega Duck slash Cougar Boy amazing? No, they're mostly garbage. And if you've <laughs> ever seen a real one, you'll understand that the screen is pretty much junk on them. But playing through emulation, you're going to find some games on that that are top tier. Top tier. I think Railway is top tier. And uh, uh, be able to enjoy them. So that's... I disagree. Well, it's a great song. And not when you sing it. Now I really hate the Cougar Dory. Did they, did they have a third version called Mega Dork? Because that would be the song from that. Listen, this was a cheap, cheap knockoff from deep, deep in Asia somewhere. That, and that is Mysterious. the amazing point. This, I didn't, game has, this system has well, so much good history. To I will it, say too. this. I, really I also did not story. hate the Mega Duck slash Cougar Boy in emulation. Yeah. Now, have, having seen the screens on it, they look like double garbage. They don't look good. But, you know, I am surprised that out of 200 episodes that you picked from, that your third favorite thing was the Mega Duck slash Cougar Boy. Yeah, because it's something that I was never found outside of this show. Well, it just shows that you're a dipstick. So, moving on. Let's get to my number two pick uh, on the show. Now, we had a lot of fun times on the show. This is an, I'm going back to the UK. Back, back in the UK. That's the way it goes. And this was one that it's just, I, we never would have played this one, that's for sure. It's episode 134. The, that, that was 130s. The were 130s it. were awesome. NASCOM 1 and 2 Kid Computer. Yes. We played a bunch of games on this. We played Asteroids, uh, Surround, Piranha, and Raider yeah. on this one. Uh, the Which was pretty much all the available that we had available yeah, to us. Because this, this is mostly a type-in system. This machine was uh, a kit computer that was sold in the UK and all points uh, of that area, Europe, and mostly in UK, though, in 1978 going forward. And what? There were a bunch of things I liked about this. For one thing, is that none of the NASCOM machines looked the same because yeah. they didn't really... They eventually sold them with, like... You could get a whole wood computer, but everyone had stuff. these. Yes. Well, they didn't sell it with the wood grain. No, but people what, would make that's them. That's what people would make. Right. And you had uh, people were making video cards and sound cards and all sorts of crazy accoutrements for the NASCOM. It was the heart, the absolute heart and soul of the computer age when the consumer market was just just barely opened up. You know, I it, loved it. What I liked about this episode as well, and this happens to us sometimes. Is that after it went out, we heard from a lot of people that had a NASCOM, yes. and they were and they had all kinds of stories about it, how much they loved it. Uh, just I love that sort of thing, and I also like these shows where we're desperate for games, and so you sort of play what you can find, and sometimes it's just fun to do that. Yeah, because you know, it, sometimes there's a, a wealth of choices, and sometimes there's not. And uh, all, I thought all these games were at least interesting. You know, they were kind of fun. They were mostly crap. Well, I mean, you know, we... we they were mostly crap. We've done a few of these kit computers, 
But this one is amongst my favorites. I really liked that episode, and I liked a lot of the uh, feedback we got. The, the NASCOM episode and the NASCOM itself is one of those things that highlights community. Yeah. Hi, and the, the, NASCOM, the NASCOM community isn't huge. It's not some mega structure like you'd have with like the NES or something like that. No, but, no, no but it's they not. They are a tight knit group. Yeah, and uh, to to I was never alive during that time, and it's not like you were using computers during that time either. Uh, but to get even just a, a taste of that, a glimpse of it, was very interesting. Yeah, a lot of fun. That's not one you just like want to go back and load up to play GTA on, yeah. but. If you want, I would love to have one. Just to have uh, something like that. Just to have something so beautiful, wood grain polished. Well, you, yeah, but you have to make that. No, I get someone to give it to. Well, me. no, that's there's no there no. Please, when you send it over, make sure there's a homemade <laughs> video card stuck give, in it. Please, give me a break. I require a certain amount of video with my NASCAR. Now, Aaron, I want to talk about something, and you 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 kind of stole my thunder by mentioning it already. But uh, the number two on my list is the Dick Smith System 80. And this was a system that, another system, I didn't know it existed. And I was like, Dick Smith System 80. I continuously, through the entire episode, episode 93, called it the Super 80. Yes. And uh, I'll do it. I'll do it still to this day, because it is a super system. Now, in hindsight... What is this, Aaron? It's a glorified. It's a it's a TRS eighty model one slash three. Right. I mean, but but that's it's not glorified. It was just marketed over there by Dick Smith. Yes, brother. by Dick Smith himself, who is a... <laughs> Dick Smith himself. Well, <laughs> listen, the whole this. I wish I had my Dick Smith shirt on yeah. now. We do have Dick Smith because, thanks to a lovely user because uh, a listener, oh, not yeah. a user. We're not in trying, Brent. You idiot. <laughs> but the, the I need a disc. The Dick Smith. I'm sure in uh, Australia and, 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 you know, even in California where they had some Dick Smiths, that's just another goof, you yeah. know? But it, there's something amusing and quaint yeah. about it. The commercials for the Dick Smith, both the Dick Smith System hilarious. 80 and, the, and the, uh, the, the other Dick Smith wizard were hilarious. Yeah. You know, and so it now, was endearing. I will say this was amongst my favorite episodes as well. Now, that's not without saying that, that the man, Dick Smith, does not have a layer of controversy. And if you're interested in that, you can go back and watch the episode. We touch on it just lightly. Oh, yeah. But we want to uh, uh, highlight the goods of this. And on that episode, we played two games. We played Convoy, and we played Outhouse. That's right. And uh, Convoy was mine. Both games yeah. were tremendous. They were. Those were great tremendous. games. And it, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, the more we're different, the more we're the same, right? Yeah. Because it, someone thousands of miles away could have played these games uh, just like I would play them on the TRS-80 here in the States. And even though we're playing on two different systems, miles and miles apart, we're getting that same core experience from these incredible games. And that's something that kind of brings you together without you even know you're getting brought together. Yeah. And that's, that's a neat experience. And that is one reason why I really love the Dick Smith episode. Uh, some uh, lovely all uh, other games we saw on that throughout the, the time period we had with it. I get them mixed up a little bit with the wizard. I guess that's easy to do. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not uh, anything the same. Though. Yeah. But yeah, the, the uh, both the games we played, Convoy was... You talk about thinking outside the box. They yeah. took the box and smashed it. 
And then Outhouse, I knew from the Coco. Right. And of course, it's pretty, it's got a lot of fame on the, on the, here, stateside on the TRS 80. Uh, a, that's one of my all time favorite games we ever played on the show was, yeah. was Outhouse. Just a great tremendous, point game. Yeah, a tremendous lot of Tremendous atmosphere, tremendous. I mean, you can tell such a, such a dopey story with, uh, you know, what, four colors and a few lines, of, you know, just battling to save your outhouse from the aliens. Yeah. Tremendous. Yeah. And it had all those little touches that you love to see in the game. Yeah, yeah. And I will say, the Dick Smith, both Dick Smith uh, shows we did, I think we actually have touched on one of these at least twice, but both all the Dick Smith shows, we always hear from the people in Australia uh, who are, uh, are, and almost always they have at least one of the two machines. Yeah. You know, it's it was real fun. That was a good choice. I actually, this was probably, if I had a number four, this would have been it. It was right up there. I love that one. Well, let's, before we get uh, to your number one, Aaron. Yeah. We need to look to the dark side of this show. Mm. Because not every episode is a fun romp in the park. No. Sometimes we get punished. Yes. And, and you know, the wheel is right to do so. We start what? feeling too No, good. it's not. Yes. We start feeling too good about ourselves. <laughs> and the wheel has to come around and remind us. That sometimes video games suck, and that's just the way it is. So what do you have for us, Aaron, on the bottom of the barrel? You know, I looked over... The, I really was trying to concentrate more in the past 100 episodes, but I looked over the width and breadth of, the, of all of our coverage. Yeah. You know, and there are some systems that we just didn't like. Yeah. And I think we could both agree the FM Towns was one that was hard to use. Uh, you know, it's not the FM Towns' fault. It's just the emulation right. sucked. Because when when these things fail, it's not necessarily the computer's fault. It's the all the stuff that happened to get to the point where you make the episode. Yes. But there's one there's one episode that had a system that I didn't like. All right. It was hard for me to operate the system I didn't like, and when I picked the game, I also did. I it made me physically angry. Right, usually your games can make me angry. Like, for example, if they're not a game, but you were like angry that. before you even started. But I was, you loaded the first game up. I was angry, and then I played the game. Then I got more angry. Yeah. And, and what what system would that be, Aaron? That was episode one ninety six. The a few got few the by. Sinclair QL. Now, I know this is probably fresh on a lot of people's mind, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pull off the scab here. There's a there's an outfit that has like a a monopoly on the majority of the QL software. I don't know why. It's not like there's zillions of tons of it. It's not like there's a demand for it. But you can't find uh, the games anywhere, and so ultimately I had to go and pay uh, money to get to get to get these games. And you can't just buy. You can't spend like fifty cents on a game or a buck. You got to buy a pack of games. Now, admittedly. The pack would just auto-load, which I'll give them that. But by the time I I had found the guy, determined he still existed, determined he was safe to deal with, paid the money, got the game, and played the game, I was already in a foul mood. And then the game was Jungle Eddie, okay? Yeah. Jungle Eddie, <laughs> when I looked at still shots of it, I thought to myself, this looks great. It does Jungle look Eddie, look at this. It looks awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. Like, a, uh, you know, Jungle, like a... a Donkey Kong meets uh, Jungle Hunt. No, it wasn't that. It was uh, it was uh, kick to the groin meets smack to the face is what it was. And you had Jungle Eddie, a game designed by uh, Lunatics and 
a game played by masochists. Yes. I hated this game with an unbridled fury of all the games we've played because well, it tempts you with its almost cool look only to thwart you by and, sucking. And what's bad is I hated this game way more than you did. Yeah. I mean, you ended up ha- kind of defending it because you had to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because that was a versus episode. As holy cow. I have never wanted to just quit the show as much as that. Well, I take that back. There was a few times. But that was right up there with times I just wanted to throw my hands up and quit the yeah. show. Yeah, and, and on top of everything else, the Sinclair QL, the computer no one wanted, the answer to a question no one asked, with the technology no one needed, it's a computer going nowhere, it died on the vine. It took suck to whole exciting new level. Yeah, and so, uh, uh, and so as much as I love the ZX81, this was the opposite turn. So I had to, I've given a lot of, heaped a lot of praise to the British machines, but now I had to put the boots. You had to the, smack them down. And it, like I said, I, it, it wasn't just the computer, it wasn't just the game, it was a culmination of that entire week of um, giving me trouble. So my choice going to the Sinclair QL, episode 196. Now, Aaron, I also need to pick the the mass loser in the room. All right. And I pick you. But the mass episode loser I pick is episode 127, the VTech Socrates. What? Or the Socrates, if you want to pronounce it. You love the Socrates. No. No. It is. I bought one of those. I. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You supported an industry of hate. (laughs) This is. It teaches the young, and that's where it's wrong because it teaches them slowly and painfully, with it drawing the screen over and over, and it's it's horrible little robot mascot that you just want to choke until his little bright eyes flicker out of existence. My God, it's dark. Thank you. Let me tell you something. When you think edu- edutainment, edupainment with the is a p in it now. That's right. Edupainment. That's right. That's what this gave me. It was absolute horrible. I think you're. I can't believe it. I thought you liked this console. No, no. no. It was so slow to do anything, and I cannot imagine, even for an instant, setting a child down in front of this. And thinking that they were going to accomplish anything educational. It was so brutally slow. The controls were just so miserable. And while we did our best and enjoyed what we could from it, because if you remember, we also played this for a Thanksgiving run. Yeah. Uh, Emulating no. it wasn't easy either. No. I, recall. I, I don't. I don't want to uh, retro rewind this anytime soon. I, I'm sure. going to put this on the wheel next no, week. Let me tell you something. Uh, here's my theory on this, okay? The uh, the Socrates is a brilliant teaching tool, including a, uh, a a light pen and a board. It's very cool looking. And I think at the end of the day, the Brent just is too dumb to comprehend the various well, lessons yeah, that are Yeah, when there. you comprehend it, you're right. I guess That's I am right. too dumb. He doesn't understand the various math problems, the word problems that are in there. I can't believe of all the things we've played, you put over the Mega Duck, and now you're burying the Socrates. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think I can speak for the fans all over the world when I say, you're an idiot. There you go. So what did you pick for number one? Will idiot, let me tell you. <laughs> you know, sometimes, once in a great while, a, a, a show comes along, and it's, it lights your heart, 
it invigorates the mind and the senses, and it uh, it heightens the soul. And you picked the Socrates, didn't you? No, oh. such an episode happened to me uh, when, and this came out of the nowhere when we had episode one eight three, the Ohio Scientific Challenger computer. Yes. What a fun episode that was. It was pretty good. Your research was outstanding on that show, and I really enjoyed looking at the careers of all the people that were involved in it. Yes. I think the the Ohio Scientific Charity Computer was a real fun computer. No. I thought no, I did. I thought it was fun to play with. It's neat. It's sort of another it's sort of like the American kit computer. Yeah. You know, which was nice. because uh, we d- dealt with the other ones. Uh, we played uh, four games on this one, Star Wars, Othello, I guess we played three, Star Wars, Othello, and Hang Woman. I thought that was nice. There's no sexism in the Ohio side with Challenger Computer. <laughs> yeah, we'll let them all. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we're not going to let anything This, this was by. sort of like the NASCOM in that, I mean, you're, this is not the game you're going to break out uh, for party night with some beers, but it was cool looking. The people that owned it loved it. The people that worked on it loved it. It was a labor of love. They were geniuses. Yeah. They were ahead of their time in almost every conceivable way. Absolutely. And if things had shook a little bit different, Ohio Scientific Challenge Computers could be a big deal today. Yeah. Now, this is, this is an episode where doing the research and learning about the history was a hundred times more fun than actually using the system. Yeah, because I'd love to have one. They look cool, but I mean, we don't have it, you know. And they emulated okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this very, very small community, very small community, a, a very rich history, um, and I really enjoyed going back and learning what I could about the system, learning about the people behind it, uh, learning uh, what they're doing now, where their careers advances, where you could find out. Um, and then after I did all that, uh, to actually play the games, and you know, I'm not I'm not disappointed. I'm not disappointed. The games, to be fair, the games. You're already putting it over. The games. I'm were, not disappointed. Can they, you say you liked it? Say no, that. No, I did not like the games. The games were super. How basic. could you not get into Hang Woman? <laughs> they were. You're hanging her. The, the games were super basic, um, but <laughs> sometimes it's it's more than what you play on the system. And that's one great thing about this show is since we do delve into the history and uh, uh, the people sometimes behind these systems, you can enjoy things like the Ohio Scientific Challenger at a level that you couldn't if you just popped it into an emulator and hit go. You know, I was just thinking, uh-huh. while you were pontificating, mm-hmm. if capital punishment were solely based on your ability to spell words, we'd be dead a million oh, times. Oh, I, I, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have made it out of third grade. You, you have trouble reading and spelling no, the No, reading, I'm okay. I just have to do it two or three times. That's Thank God it wasn't Hang Brent. It'd been all over so that was my I kind of feel like I've been. That was my favorite episode, past hundred at least, was yes. the old scientific. I just had a lot of fun with that, but I loved all three of these. They were basically interchangeable to me. They were all fun. It is funny how I sort of uh, rolled towards the machines that I'd never heard of and had little experience with, and I thought I just enjoy the learning about these. I think it's a lot of fun to yeah. uh, to learn about these new machines. Now, mine, you limited yourself to the top 100. I didn't do that because I think that's stupid. We did 200 episodes. Why wouldn't we look at the whole catalog? Yeah, clearly because you expected this system 80 in episode 93. <laughs> so clearly you did that already. And my 
overall most enjoyment I've had on an episode, uh, almost strictly from a gaming perspective, although uh, uh, the history of this was okay. I mean, it was nothing special like with the Ohio Scientific or the NASCOM. Uh, but episode 84, the Thompson M05. Right. Wow. Yeah, that was that was we had a that was a true find in that one. Yes. One of the best games ever played, which was Yeti. Yes, and we also was, played Bob Winter, but we're not going to talk about. Oh, Bob Winter was cool looking. Uh, it was different. It was yeah, you know, I thought it was pretty. Okay. It was that was mine. Uh, Yeti easily the the top. Holy cow! Can you believe how good this is game we've it, ever done on this? It was show. a lot better than Urban Yeti. I can tell you that. Well, you know, Urban Yeti is pretty good too. Oh, but. Man. Uh, this was one of those things where you dive in head first. And you know what? You know why we found, why I found Yeti? I was trying to get another game, another Yeti game, because we did an Urban Yeti and you hated it so much. So I wanted to get another Yeti That's game. That's great. At least Urban Yeti, it's the first thing it ever accomplished. <laughs> so I wanted to get another Yeti game that you would, I, I wanted to have like a theme, a rolling thing. Yeah. But Yeti turned out to be so gosh darn good. That uh, it drew us both in with its with its single screen platforming and fun characters, great gameplay. It was one of those incredible surprises that you would have never found just looking at a top 100 list uh, of games. You know, because they they confine you so much to the systems everyone knows about the NES, the you know the Genesis, the the uh, Turbo Graphics of the world. That is what is so great about this show. You get to go out there and touch things you would absolutely never touch otherwise. And I know some of our community went out and looked up Yeti and played Yeti, and I don't think a single one of them had a bad thing to say about it. I believe Yeti had a uh, single file executable you could play, as I recall, which was nice. Yep. That was one of the things about the Thompsons I liked. Much absolutely. like the, the company does for the Amiga. They had these single file, uh, uh, you know, so you could play the games. And I be- as I recall... Our playthrough of the Yeti was the only one available at the time. I'm not sure if it still is, but it was the only one that was up there for uh, for a spell because it was. This is a pretty unknown game. Yeah, uh, great history on it. It seems like we both stole it upon that back. I can't recall for sure because I mean before. No. I, 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 well, I mean I <laughs> that's knew, all me, baby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Take all the credit, eh? But Yeti was great. I'm still waiting for my Yeti shirt. My all my Yeti accoutrement. Yes. You know, so even I'll take the Yeti, uh, the badge holding gimmick that you yeah. put out. Uh, if you want to put some of those together. And, but yeah, that was a great game. And the Thompson, a system that we, of course, we've been so wrong about so many of these yes. systems. Uh, but uh, both, There's only one thing you need to know, Aaron. Yeah. Thompson M5, M05 good, yeah. Yeti good. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, that was, it was top shelf. That was good stuff. I Like I said, I enjoy... You know, America, we know of our computers. That's a problem. Sure. We need to find everybody else's. That's been, <laughs> that's been a lot of fun to do. So I think that's a, I think that's a pretty good set there. I, I liked all those for the most part. I feel like you're wrong about the about the uh, so crates and mega death. That's just me. <sighs> Might be the last one. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> There'll be plenty more. You can't stop. You won't stop. And you Well, you know why I can't stop, Aaron? I don't. It has nothing to do with you. What? It has everything to do with the nice people out there that support this show. Oh, I see. Because they give me the will 
to put up with your balonium, <laughs> your weapons-grade balonium yes! every week. I will break him. With the help of you fine folks, now, we'll take him down. I Every week, Aaron, I read out the names of our, of our uh, incredible supporters. Yes, you do. Would you like your chance, your taste of glory... I would. ...to run down mm, tasty. our incredible supporters right now? Yes, I'll do that right now. <laughs> well, Will, you want another fight? So, we'd like to give a special brotherhood punch-up to the following folks who help us out We're not punching any of the supporters. Patreon. We're not going to punch you. It's a well, love It's, it's, it's a more love than punch. just... See, here's something... It's a love touch. I can, are, How about that? This is, why, this is why I control the financial things here <laughs> at ARG. This is not just Patreons, people. Yeah. These are <laughs> people true. who support us... Uh, Either annually uh, through trans uh, payment transactions, people who support us on Patreon, people who support us on Anchor, yeah, uh, and people that drive by the house and throw money at the window—a <laughs> rare occurrence, a rare occurrence. You know, one thing that's a constant over all the shows I'm involved in—I've got no stake in any of the running of the shows. Yeah, we'd all be in the dirt. I, I just show up. Have a few drinks and go in there and scream. <laughs> Let's say hi and thank well, everybody here. And these these are people that support ARG presents. That's right. I mean, they're and I. God bless you We're all. We're not going to show for another show no, supporters. Now, God bless you all to, to people who support the Amigos Network as a whole. Yeah, uh, and, and those people know who they are. Yeah, and people who support uh, our antics on uh, the Spectrum Show. And the Coco Show and the Atari Show, uh, but these are folks. These are our Many folks. Yeah, you know, these are the folks that say, you know, ARG, I like what you're doing. Uh, big thumbs up to you. And we want to say, we want to give a little shout out to them now. That's lovely, Brent. So we want to give a heartfelt thanks to Rollro. No. <laughs> what? What I do? What did I do? Roll row. That's his name. Roll row. It says right there. Roll. I know roll row. It's like a puppy dog. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. No, no. Continue. Terry on. Howard. <laughs> Gary Heather. John. Motive car Charler. You want to do this one? The slow. That's his usual speaking voice. Is what the sad thing is. Frodo N L. Chris Folds. Mitsuyama from the Great White North, Jason Warren, Rob Flacco O'Hara, Andy Craig, Andy Jones, Andy Jones, Kevin Bean. Who's reading this? Oh, I'm sorry. Pajaco Sixty Five O Two, Blitter, Bitter, Blitter. I knew I'd get it wrong, and you did. <laughs> you know when we stopped, when we talked about the list and what to read the names, we that's what we were fighting about. <laughs> he right? said bad. He, and he, he said bladder. You I'm said bladder. I never said bladder. It's bitter blitter. There you go. Anthony Jarvis, Steve Rasmussen, Bernard Lucas, Dave Velociraptor, Graham W. Vepke, Rushi, Mister B, T- David Terrence, Super Tech Boy. Oh, Rob, Sundown, Texas, Foosballer, Air Shack, Retro Algae, John Dykeman, Jerry Dennington, Z9K9, and our good pal Mario. And that's pretty much going to take us to the end, Aaron. Yeah. What do you think of episode 200? First of all, do you ever think we'd get here? Yeah, yeah maybe. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we both have... Uh, 
fun with this every week. I mean, sometimes, you know, it, it takes those little shoves from the supporters. Going in and seeing someone's reviewed something that we're getting ready to do, uh, so that wakes me up sometimes Sunday morning and gets me fired up to the show. Yeah. So, to us here at ARG, or Amigo Studio East, to everyone out there, uh, all of our supporters, our followers, our subscribers, our listeners, uh, we thank you very much. Please keep those suggestions coming in. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And I think that's it, Aaron. I think we're just going to keep on spinning. I like it, man. We're looking forward to another 200, maybe another 300 episodes. So if you know about a kit computer... If you know about some guy that has a computer in his back shed that he made out of plywood, you know, or a guy that has a console that was only dis distributed in, in uh, Baltimore, Maryland, <laughs> give us a ring, drop us a line, we'll put it on the wheel. No computer too small, no console too obscure, the brand. As long as they're emulated. <laughs> I guess there are some that are too obscure. That are, <laughs> forget what I just said. Only big stuff. Have a good one, folks. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. We really hope you enjoyed this show. Yeah, wow, what a start. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for joining us on YouTube. Hey, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for joining us today. We wanted to say... Hey, thanks for joining us today. We're really glad... Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. I want to say... Hello there. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for joining us today. We really hope you enjoyed the show. Special thanks goes to Duncan Styles for our vector style graphics. And uh, that was actually pretty good. Thanks for joining us today. We really hope you enjoyed the show. Special thank you goes out to Ve Vector Styles for our Duncan Styles. <sighs> thanks for joining us today. Hello to all of our YouTube subscribers and our Twitch followers. A special thank you goes out to Duncan Styles for our vector graphics and Bartbit for our amazing music. Would you like to help keep ARG spinning for just a little... For just a little bit? Thanks for joining us today. We really hope you enjoyed the show. That's it. That's all I've got.